Hello everyone and welcome back to a rerun of our top 10, top 5 movie podcast recorded back in 2016. What a, what a nostalgic <laughs> voyage. It, it's it's tripped down memory lane of three years ago, isn't it? Do you remember, yeah. I, th- I think everything was in black and white when we recorded this, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, and I, and I think that we were that pissed that <laughs> I'd have as much luck remembering it a week after we did it as I, as I do four years after doing it. Yeah, I think that does come across at points when you listen to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you, thank you, and we'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. time period or anything like that so you would just come across all of these movies and i used to just binge them because that was that, that was like my homework <laughs> it was like right <laughs> you've got a week to watch five movies and you'd be like, right. so you're studying tv tv skills you need to watch eastenders every night <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> followed by coronation street and hopefully your sky plus demodale yeah. this module is uh, on the mitchells <laughs> and, and how it. many fucking times um uh, thingy comes back in it um, Gr- so, Gr- i don't know Phil. yeah 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 the rise and fall of the queen vic <laughs> Scorsese would be all over that. Who would he cast as Phil Mitchell, though? Al Pacino. <laughs> uh, Robert De Niro, sorry. And what about the other one? DiCaprio. Would, DiCaprio would probably oh, well, play a young, a young Peggy. DiCaprio is his, his new favourite now, isn't it? it yeah, but he did a film with... What was the first film he did with, with DiCaprio? Aviator? Gangs uh, New York? I think Aviator was before, maybe just. I don't know. Shutter Island was way after, wasn't it? Was that a Scorsese film? Yeah, yeah. That looked terrible. Was it good? No, it was really good. Was it good? Well, right, again, the, it's, an, it's originally a book by right, Dennis okay. Lehane. Right, right. Who right. did um, the screenplay for another Scorsese film. Oh, I can't think what it is. I don't All the know. facts on Ross's end. I don't, want to, I, don't want to, I don't want to spam it up with dud stats. Um, I can't. I just, 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 come on, guys, just do some, do some research. <laughs> Get back to me on it. <laughs> Don't bother him with uh, it. Dennis Lahaney did. He wrote. He helped write Shutter Island. Right. Okay. But he wrote the original book, and it was also Dennis Lahaney who said he wants Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley played the the owner of this um, island. Yeah. Well, the institution, right, the mental okay. asylum that was on this island. Right. Okay. And it pretty much follows the book play by play until the very last chapter or scene, and then it's completely different. Did that annoy you? It would annoy <coughs> me if it wasn't Scorsese, but I, I, I just feel like he—it wasn't a good or it wasn't a better or worse. Maybe it was actually. What better the book or was worse? Conclusive. Right. Okay. Is he hoping for a sequel? But the, no, there was never going to be a sequel. No, <laughs> right. no, no. Even the symbolism in the book and the film are exactly the same. Right, okay. All of these, there was like, you would see, like, a chapter would be completely out of, like, well, seemingly completely out of context, and it would just be 
filled full of really weird imagery of like um, the flower petals falling from it. It was like a dream sequence, and you never right. really knew what you were reading. It was like listening to Tolkien describe a tree, and you think, there's still, there's still an Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> I've, read, I've read 200 pages, and it's still talking about the fucking Ents. And you were never really sure how much time would pass okay. because you'll cover a month in a line, and next minute is on two minutes for two chapters. Right, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the film did exactly the same thing, which right. I really liked. Okay. Because I'm equally as big a book nerd as I am a film nerd. I think after you hit, I think I want to watch Easy Rider more. I'm disturbing sure, you. Right. No, I'm disturbing you, shaking your cans. <laughs> <That's all right>. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I want to watch Easy Rider more than Shutter Island. Yeah. What is it? Easy, Easy Island. Island. <laughs> Back to masturbation. <laughs> That's the sequel for both films in one. <laughs> Easy <laughs> Island. Dennis Hopper, they just, they, they just drive around a three-mile island. For, <laughs> ben Kingsley tries to say to him, guys, calm down. Every time they come past, he tries to headbutt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that's it for my fit. But it, it's strong it. enough to be in your top five. Yeah, definitely. But more because of the uh, what it led me on to as well as just how good of a film it is because right, it okay. broke barriers. It was the only film at that time because you relied on the studios yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. pay for your money. Actors didn't get shit. No. Directors didn't get shit and neither did the writers. It was all down to the studio. That's where all the money went and actors were contracted to do X amount of films with a particular studio um, and they got very little money for it and you couldn't, like other studios would be saying, you need to come to us in 10 years when you've finished the next eight films with this fucking studio. That you're right, in. okay. Um, and Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda were directly responsible for the start of the collapse of all of that because they were rich kids who had enough money and enough drugs to be able to <laughs> do whatever the fuck they wanted. But is, is it, does it kind of show? Is it, I mean, it's, <coughs> I'm sure it's good. He's morphing. <laughs> it's a, it's a, <laughs> right, you. <laughs> but is it, is it badly filmed? Is it because it, it is, or is it really well filmed? Um, no, it's really well filmed. Is it? Yeah, it's all on location, right? Okay. Which was again against everything the studio stood for. Yeah, in a sound sound studio sort of yeah. thing, they want to film the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it was completely uncontrolled. Right. Okay. Um, they didn't have any big lighting kits with them. All of the sound was what you call uh, diegetic. Yeah. Which was real yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and it was he, he threw that in to, to, to kind of throw me, but then I threw it back at him because yeah. I kind of knew what he meant. What's the opposite? Angetic or something? Non-diegetic. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. It, it's it's the, it's that difference between in films where you'll hear the music that is the soundtrack, and then suddenly you'll pan to someone listening to it on their headphones. Yeah, it's that kind of yeah. idea, isn't it? Yeah. What you call? Um, oh, what was that word that binge? <laughs> it's, it usually is. Oh God, what was it? Lloyd said it the other day about a film being self-referential. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Human Centipede Three. Yeah. Don't watch it. No. Uh, oh. Don't even be tempted. <laughs> so I think we should move on to your number four. Okay, that's fine. All right. Well, I'm going to play now. I think it matches with your number four. Really? Yeah. Oh shit! What are we going to do? We just have to. What we'll do is we'll talk about it for a little while, and then in a year's time we'll release. That's like, how long we're going to talk about it. <laughs> and then in a year's time we'll release an extended version of it. Yeah, okay. 
There you go. So that was um, Gollum's song by Howard Shaw. Oh, uh, song it was. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, dear. All right, every word that you got to say, you got to say in the style of Gollum. Yeah, um, facts, Lord of the Rings was released 19th December 2001, Two Towers, 18th December 2002, and Return of the King, 17th of December 2003. Total running time, 558 minutes for all three, because we're, we're counting as all three, aren't Extended we? Extended editions. Extended editions come to 682 minutes. Got all the facts. 682 minutes. Which is 11 hours, 21 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I know you can do it in a day. <laughs> believe, believe me, I know. You can do it in a, a long day. Time for two shits and a curry. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, uh, budget 281 million. Box office takings 2.9 billion. Wow. And that's, um, that's not including DVD and Blu-ray sales. And in that, in, in that amount of time between the release of the first one, what was the... You could have three children. <laughs> <laughs> what was the amount of time between the first three Star Wars movies? Three years each time. It felt like a very long time between the two, between the three. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But when I wrote it, I thought, "Oh shit, that's less than the time that it was from the first Star Wars to Empire Strikes Back." Yeah. Very, very weird. Yeah, exactly uh, a year between each one, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it, it, more or less. Yeah, right. uh, and did the same things. He released the Hobbit. Um, the same yeah. kind of time frame yeah. uh, over year. Oh, God, it, it went so quick. I remember that Hobbit, mo- Hobbit movie coming out, and when the first Lord of the Rings came out, me and my grandma had this really cool thing, and we did it with all of the Harry Potter movies, and we did it with all of that. I'm doing it again, I'm sinking down like this. <laughs> we, and all of the uh, Lord of the Rings Open your diaphragm up. movies. We, we used to, every time a Lord of the Rings movie came out and a Harry Potter movie, we would go to Pizza Hut. And in Pizza Hut, you would get um, two-for-one cinema tickets. <laughs> right, okay. um, and we would do every single one of those movies we did that with. And it was our thing. And when anybody talked about going to see these films... You think of pizza? Uh, no, anybody would say to me, oh, do you fancy going to see Lord of the Rings? I was like, fuck you. I'm going with my grandma. <laughs> I don't care how up for it or how hot you are. I'm going with my grandma. My gran will always win against you. Which weirdly made me more desirable. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. He's going out with his grandma. He's taking his grandma to have pizza and watch a movie. That's I can introduce him to my parents. Yeah, and we did that. Um, unbeknownst to my grandma, I still used to go and uh, watch it again in between with friends. Really? I oh, saw right, East okay. Lord of the Rings film twice. I think I actually saw Fellowship three times at the cinema. Mm. And then Two Towers I went to see twice and Return of the King I went to see two or three times as well. It's weird. It's weird. It's, we did that with Charlotte's dad. We took him every time yeah. with it. it, it he's, not, he's, he's a really nice guy but he's not the sort of person that we would take to the cinema. And we went to see all Lord of the Rings and all the Hobbits with him. But I think it's because he's 70-ish so he was around when the books were big yeah. in the 60s and yeah. things like that. So um, he even wrote his own kind of version of it. What? Which, yeah, he, he did. He, he wrote his own Your little... dad's a writer? Charlotte's dad. Uh, Charlotte's dad. He's not, he's not a writer, but he decided to do his own little version of the mixture. The thing? Kind, kind of, yeah. <laughs> How long was it's, it? It's, it's only about 
20 pages long (laughs) 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 he asked me because he he got these uh, things he'd he'd written it in I don't know early 80s something like that no it would have been 70s or something like that and he he wanted me to copy it over to type it up on computer and things like that so I typed all of it up and things like that Christ, if somebody said to me, I've written my own version of Lord of the Rings, type it up. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. I'm only here for another 60 years. Tops. So yeah, uh, soundtrack, Howard Shaw did the soundtrack. Soundtrack is one of the things that I think we have talked about this before, about leap, leap motives, is that you say? Line motives, yeah. 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 Uh, it's a very big user of that, mm-hmm. especially in this. Yeah. Like Peter and the Wolf. Peter and the Wolf is a really good one. Um, yeah, there's another one. There's another yeah, Star one. Star Wars is huge. Star, Star Wars, Wars is, is big on that. There's another one that I'm thinking of, and I can't think what it is. War of the Worlds has it. <laughs> Does it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what we, yeah, the 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 original. Yeah. Uh, the soundtrack. Uh, yeah. Not the soundtrack. Jeff yeah. That one. Yeah. Uh, big big user of that um, apparently, yeah. and that's all of my facts that I have on Lord of the Rings. Oh. It is, it is not the longest film. Uh, ever even combined, it's not the longest film the ever longest made. Longest film ever. There's a there's a film it's like Das Boot or something like that. No, no. There's a film called uh, something like something like Construction or Production or something like that. That's 27 days. Do a search. Longest film. No, basically, what it is, these guys decided to track something like. Drying. <laughs> Grass growing. <laughs> something like the origins of, uh, let's call it security cameras or something like It's something like that. I can't quite remember. Motion sensors or something like that. Okay. And they track from initial design to actually being produced and things like that. All within one film, 27 days. Jesus. Something like that. Who? What, what the American? <laughs> If you'd have asked me this morning when I read about it, yeah. I'd have been able to tell yeah. you who they are. Be the thing in front of Wiki, <laughs> but yeah, so this, you're talking like 27 days. Whoa, so it's never going to get heard of that. No, I, I think it's a bit of an art thing. Yeah. Uh, I, it's not. Yeah, I, I don't think it was on general release. I think you had to go to an exhibition to watch that. It's a hell of a box set. <laughs> to a 12 disc special. For the first time Special ever. extended edition, three years. <laughs> but I think, I think from what I can gather, it's them travelling to different places and it films them as they're travelling and things like that. So is it a film or is it like a documentary? A bit of both, I think. Right. I think it's a, a filmentary. A film A filmentary. A filmentary, yeah. So there you go. So, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd not read Lord of the Rings before I, I saw the first film. Okay. Obviously saw the film, read, read the books... Just did enough time to see the next one. Then read The Hobbit, which is annoying. I, sh- I should have done what you should do and read The Hobbit first. Yeah. Because I found The Hobbit frustratingly childish in regards yeah. to The Lord of the Rings. It's it's catered to more of a younger audience. Yeah. I don't think well, he wrote, he wrote it for his children, didn't he? Yeah. Did uh, he? Yeah. Well, he Christopher wrote. ended up doing a lot of uh, mm. his stuff as well. He, was, yeah, he acted in um, Return of the King. Did he? Do you remember the scene when um, the they are in? Oh God, I should be able to rattle this off. <laughs> it's you know you know Faramir, yes, brother of Boromir. Yeah, they are defending a port 
Damn Gollum and yeah. Thingy are yeah. kind of hiding around the corner. Yeah. yeah. And you see all of the orcs coming in on boats through the mist. Yeah. And they're like that by the walls. Yeah. And they're going, they're going, and they all start attacking them. And the arrows start shooting through. Yeah. Them. yeah. Well, that guy who is handing out the spears and swords as the blo- all the troops are running past. Right, okay. That's Christopher Tolkien. Ah. Uh, we watched, watched that last night. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Yeah. You watching a troll from there. <laughs> <laughs> Why watch Lord of the Rings when you've got some classic Norwegian <laughs> cinema on Blu-ray? Just got a new Skybox, and Charlotte wanted to watch Lord of the Rings. It is, it is, it's Charlotte's default film. Yeah, if she can't think of what else to watch, she should study film. She goes to what? She should study film. She goes to Lord of the Rings. Okay, it's a good go-to. What? All of them? Or anyone? Yeah, anyone really? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can easily. Honestly, yeah, I, 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 I can. It's just I have to be in the right mood for it, and I've watched it probably more times than I've wanted to. But whenever it's on, you do enjoy it. Oh yeah. And it's only that it was half twelve when the other one finished that we didn't watch Turn of the King. Okay. Right, Two a.m. <laughs> Turn of the King extended is about to start. Are we in? <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up when I have to change the disc. <laughs> Yeah, but no, it's it, and it, it was uh, when it was originally released. It was one of those things, a bit like you said with with your grand. Yeah. It, it's an event. We, we don't go to cinema it very an often. Event. It was an event film. Yeah, definitely was. I, I do wish the extended had been on the cinema because yeah, some some of them are, and I'm sure some of them do, don't they? I'm sure they do nights where they show the extended. But I do kind of wish that they were released like that. Yeah. Apart from the fact that I bought all the original editions when they first came out on Blu-ray, and then you buy up DVD, and then you buy the extended editions as well. I don't own any of them. <sighs> you should. And uh, Well, I only want the extended as a box set on yeah. Blu-ray. I don't want all the extended ones individually. I want them all... Uh, <laughs> in, a, in a handy, <laughs> handy cheaply made box. box. <laughs> I don't want any graphics on the front. With... <laughs> Just, just a cardboard box that has got Lord of the Rings scrawled in uh, in cheap marker pen. Have to be Even in chalk. You'd some... have it, it in chalk. <laughs> it scrawled that. across in Any shit. Not... Front... <laughs> scrawled in shit on the glove box of me of me got of me Mark Three Golf. I'm happy with that. That's right. Well, I think they're releasing that next year, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Golf yeah. edition. Yeah. The golf edition, yeah. yeah. Um, scratch and sniff edition. Um, so what we're going to do, we'll play your song okay. uh, off that, which I decided was... <laughs> oh, shit. Enya. Yeah. Is it May It Be? I think it was, yeah. Yeah, at the very end of Fellow of uh, Return yeah. of the King. Right? Is that good choice? Uh, it wasn't my choice. Well, 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 obviously, I can change that. So what would you rather have? My favourite is, is... I love this song. It's just called The Urukai. The Urukai. So as that was our joint fourth, it comes back to me. Really? Yeah? Oh. Like, you, go, you go first if you want. You I'll t- happily go next. Right, okay then, go on then. This is a film that I... Um, 90% certain that you have never even heard of. The only the only way I know about it is that 
the guy from The Walking Dead is in it. Norman Reedus. Yeah. 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 That's all I know. It's called The Boondock Saints. Right. Didn't they do a second one as well? They did. Right. Which, if you're a Boondock Saints fan, was good. If you're unfamiliar with The Boondock Saints, it would probably be a bit shit. A bit like Trailer Park Boys Series 7. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Anyth- anything that... Anyth- Any time I can see Mr. Leahy, I'm happy. <laughs> the, the liquor sorted it, Randy. Ran Rambo Bandy. That shit tectonics, Randy. <laughs> when two shit plates collide together. It's a shit, shit apple, <laughs> Randy. Shit never falls far from the tree. From the shit tree. <laughs> Shit, better, <laughs> <laughs> so that was Ross's choice. Uh, uh, trailer yeah. Park Boys. <laughs> well, see you next time. <laughs> Boondock Saints was released in 1990 or 91. Really, that long ago? Yeah. Right. Okay. It was by a director who has done very little other than that, called Troy Duffy. And originally, when he went to make the Boondock Saints, he pitched this idea to to um, various producers. And they wanted him to cast some big names in it yeah, because they yeah. loved the idea of it. Right. Um, now, he already had Willem Dafoe on board. Right, okay. As, as, a, as a, a gay um, police lieutenant. Who was fairly big at the time. Yeah. Roughly, uh, oh, maybe not quite, maybe not quite. He hadn't done Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the height of his career as far as you're concerned? The Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Wild at heart, didn't even me- mention that one. Yeah, yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, straight, straight Spider Man. <laughs> I do not acknowledge Willem Dafoe's career before <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> and basically, they wanted him to use um, DiCaprio. They also wanted him to use Matt Damon. <laughs> and Bruce Willis. Right, okay. Because the film is crime, action, comedy. It's a weird one. It's right. not. It's not. It's not like a, a satire or anything like that. It's just got its moments. Right. Um, but Troy Duffy said, "No, I, I, I've got my these guys in mind." Yeah. Norman Reedus playing uh, one of the brothers, Boondock Saints. And uh, had he done anything before Norman Reedus, or was that one of his? I don't think Norman Reedus had. Right. No. Okay. Sean Patrick Flannery. I've heard his name. Who. He again. I, I can't name a film he did before it. <laughs> <laughs> Top trivia time. Welcome to Facts by Roscoe. <laughs> I could just make it up. Make it up. Go on. It's a, it's a, the team of researchers are taking the, the weekend off. <laughs> my researchers were on it. They were, yeah, they were. They were frivolous. totally on it. Yeah. Stop looking at my list. He had. So he had Sean Patrick Flannery. I do know that it was his previously. I can't remember the name of the film, but he played. It was it was like it wasn't a remake, but it was a film in homage to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Not strictly ballroom. No, Priscilla, Hugo. Right. Okay. Um, Sean. Patrick. Patrick. Flannery. Siri. Pat. Oh, Pat. P A T. Sean Patrick Flannery. And he previously played really like effeminate roles. Right. Okay. And this is one of the first ones he did, where it will it was the complete opposite, really. Boondock Saints, so Sean, Sean Patrick Flannery, I don't recognise his face, mm. was in duh, 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 Dexter. He was in Dexter. Sean Patrick Flannery, Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick um, Flannery. He, he, pl- he played... Yeah, he, he was he was the... In Dexter, you're talking about. In Dexter. Yeah, he was, the, he was, her, he was um, Dexter's sister's 
employer later on in the uh, series. Boyfriend kind of thing at the end. That's what he that's where boyfriend. He never no, not romantically involved in the slightest. <laughs> he was the head of this private investigation agency that she was working for when she after she killed Spoiler alert <laughs> after she killed the <laughs> lieutenant of the police. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan Those are like new legs. <laughs> Shrimp soup, shrimp salad. So, um, he used Norman Reedus and Sean Patrick Flannery as two brothers who play... It's set in Boston. Um, they are Irish Catholics who set out to cleanse the world of crime by killing all of the mobsters in the area in the name of God. They use a part of the Bible, which I've actually got memorised. <laughs> Go on, then. Um, every time they execute someone... They hold a gun to the back of the head and they say, uh, As shepherds we shall be, for thee, my lord, for thee, power hath descend from forth from thy hand, thy feet shall swiftly carry out thy command, and we shall flow a river, river forth to thee, and teeming with souls shall it ever be. And no money to get feely on spiritu santi. No, I'm impressed with that. Right. Um, I'll let you off with all the lack of research for everything else now. Yeah, that's what they say. So that's what they say before they kill someone. <laughs> it's got some absolutely hilarious parts in that film. Right, okay. They use another actor who plays himself called... In the in the film, it's called Rocco. Right. In real life, it's called David Della Rocco. Looks the same in real life as he does in the film. Acts the same in real life as he does in the film. Is this really goofy guy who wants to join. He's like their best friend, basically. Right, okay. There's some really crazy scenes in it, but basically these two guys are super tough but not in the conventional Bruce Willis sense. They're sort of clumsily hard as fuck <laughs> because they've been brought up in a really rough neighbourhood. Right, And okay. their dad, get this, <laughs> is played by none other than Billy Connolly. Really? Yep. <laughs> now, right, listen, hear me out. No, 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 no. I don't think Hear me out. There's a part in this film, right, when these mobsters, these Russian uh, mobsters, know that there are two people killing all of their guys in an extravagant manner called the Saints, and they enlist a man who has been in prison for the last 20 years, who used to be a hitman for the Mafia. They call him El Duce, and they're all sat around the table, and they're going, I know who we need to call in. We need to call in El Duce. And he goes, but he's been incarcerated for 20 years. <laughs> yes, we need El Duce. <laughs> And then it cuts, and you see uh, these prison guards, uh, all these prisoners being herded into the cells, and then this prison guard going, release him. And then this thing goes, and you see this guy, and he's got his head down, and he's got really long, scraggly grey hair, and a big, scraggly grey beard, he's in a straight jacket, and he's being uh, escorted. It's Brian Connolly. It's <laughs> Billy Connolly. Yeah, Brian Connolly. <laughs> 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 he, uh... The, the, he's on, he's on like Hannibal Lecter sort of trolley with a straight right, jacket okay. and a mask and, and, and running down and then he looks up and it's fucking Billy Connolly and you, and it's like what you know what is they enlist him take out these two guys who are killing all of the Russian mafia who are his sons who are his sons but you don't know this right okay all you know is they've got this tall badass who happens to be a very very good Scottish comedian <laughs> <laughs> Um, and they always say, they go, he was in prison for 20 years. He never killed women or children, though. <laughs> so you know that he's not completely... Not completely like, lost oh, his morals, yeah, yeah. And they release him. Now, these saints are going after the Don of this mafia family at his home. Now, they know that 
El Duce is out there trying to stop them. Right, okay. They have this am- amazing scene where they have a standoff in the street and they're looking at each other. They have a firefight and they don't realise who the other each one is. These two brothers and Rocco are just firing bullets and bullets at him and he's got this long black trench coat, right? This black jacket. You're going to watch it now. <laughs> and he's got, like, he's bringing these pistols out from his, like, pockets in his chest. Bam, 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 bam. Two pistols throws the pistols, pulls out another two from beneath him. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> throws them. Pulls out another two. <laughs> throws them aside. Right? They shoot him a few times. He caps them a few times. Right. He runs away. They run away. You get a scene where they're trying to cauterize each other's wounds and like one of them's lost a finger and they're all totally fucked. And then they meet up again and they find that it's their dad. And he starts talking to them and they decide to turn on the mafia right. so the mafia are like it's in El Duce with those saints <laughs> what is going on <laughs> they're all the German now are they <laughs> <laughs> what is going on shite <laughs> <laughs> they're all sat and they know that not only have they got the saints heading to the house they've also got El Duce right okay uh, heading there as well it's a, it's a fucking epic film I do want to watch that now you've got to watch it right this is a strong list but The Boondock Saints is probably the film I've seen more than any other film ever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unless I'm talking when I was a kid and we're talking like He-Man with Dolph Lundgren. Or, <laughs> classic. Like, Absolutely or classic. Like, <laughs> Stingray. Or Dirty Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Slid that right in the end, but the sways. My friend Doddy said to me once, oh, I'll tell you what, no, no matter what goes on, I always get a tear in my eye when uh, when he lifts Jennifer Grey up. Yeah. <laughs> you know they fucking hate each other as well. Uh, yeah. yeah it, it, they did each other's tits. Well, Swayze did her tits. Yeah. I could see uh, the, the Swayze is the Swayze. You can't, you can't diss the Swayze. I'd let him do whatever he wanted. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd let him lift me up in the air with one finger up. <laughs> Maybe that's what he didn't, what she didn't like. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. More fool her. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd have been thinking about the Swayze. Yeah, exactly. Easily. Yeah. Well, well, I was on a horse, <laughs> um, smoking twenty woodbines, all at the same time. And um, so, anyway, yeah, uh, so <laughs> that was, I've got a long history with the Swayze. Um, so, yeah, that was your number. What were we up to now? That was my number three. Number three. Um, so we're at the halfway point. I feel like point. there was like one more thing I wanted to say about this movie. Go on then, because I didn't. I mentioned before. Okay. But I didn't actually mention like how unusual and cool a part it is for him. Because right. um, in the outset, you have this crime scene and you know, because basically you see part of the film play out and then it goes to before that time. Uh, sorry, you see the, a forensic team investigating this crime scene. Right. And they're like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, why is everything so weird? Why are the coins on the rise? Why have these guys been killed in this order? Why is everything like this? Everything's really weird. But, right. And okay. these amateur cops trying to figure it out. You see them trying to figure it out, and then after that, you see it goes before then, and you see the saints do what they do, yeah. and how it actually happened. Now, for like two scenes, you see these cops just fumble away through some bullshit theory about what's happened, and then there's this copper called Greenlee, and he's actually a comedian. Uh, Bob. He's called Bob Marley. And that's his <laughs> name in real life. But he's an American <laughs> comedian. Really, really funny American comedian. And he plays Detective Greenlee. And he's just an absolute idiot. And he's always like, two guys came home, fucked up from St. Paddy's. Like, <laughs> Bam! Right to the back of the head. He's completely stupid. 
and you see this cop car pull up and the music comes in which we're going to play next right yeah and you see willem dafoe step out of this car and walk towards them and they're like who the fuck are you and he pulls open his jacket and shows a badge he goes that's who the fuck i am and he's like and everyone just shuts up because he realizes from the fbi and he's like serious Right, serious okay. guy and he plays out exactly everything that happened how you've just seen it so right, you know okay. he's shit hot because he's like there were two shooters not four <laughs> the bullets came from this angle and he, he basically plays out exactly how it happened but then halfway through the film all of a sudden somebody tries to ring it's called Paul Smecker Agent right, Paul okay. Smecker uh, halfway through the film he's lying in bed with a Thai he's like an 18 year old Thai male Asian, uh, uh, male prostitute <laughs> and he's lying in bed with him and there's this great scene where his, his phone rings and they're both there just in bed these silk sheets you can see both the tops and they're very lean with under four, 1990 pre-goblin he was training for the goblin role at this point uh, so he's in good shape and he's lying there and he answers the phone, and this Thai, this young lad, like, wakes up and starts trying to, like, snuggle him. Right. And Defoe, like, slaps him on the head, and the guy's like, <gasps> and then he starts trying to snuggle him again, and he fucking slaps him again. <laughs> and then he goes, right, I'll be right there, hangs up. And he looks at this, this Asian prostitute, and he goes, what the hell are you doing? And this Asian kid goes, I just wanted a cuddle. <laughs> and Defoe looks at him completely naked and goes, cuddle? <laughs> What a fag. <laughs> and then it what I loved, you, you switched microphones <laughs> like that <laughs> as you were into each character. character. <gasps> Hi there. How are you? I always do that. I'm impersonating a Thai male prostitute. Switch microphones. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll play a song now. Holy this, Fool. What is it? This is Holy Fool. Holy Fool. Right, that's fine. That was, what was it called? That was Holy Fool. Right. Okay. The Saints. That was good. It is worth mentioning that those vocals aren't in the film and are purely on the soundtrack. <laughs> so don't think that, oh Jesus, those vocals sounded shit. Because <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that was Boondock Saints. You're going to watch uh, it, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll, 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 I'll try and watch that before Easy Rider. Because I've I, I wanted to see that for a little while. Thanks for listening, everyone. That was episode two of the Top 5 Movies of the Simon and Ross podcast. Um, if anybody does want to actually learn a little bit more about Shutter Island and, and you know, really get into... You've already taken 25 minutes of a half an hour post <laughs> postcode uh, podcast t- talking about it. So no, don't. And I've still not seen it. <laughs> you not? No. Oh, you need to get that on. You need to, you need to watch it. I have watched Boondock Saints several times now, though. Oh, it's a cracker, isn't it? I do love it. Second one's a bit iffy, but the first one is is pretty amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And things cool. when I was when I was watching it, all I was recording was you talking to me about it. The the bit yeah, in the podcast you describe um, the bit. Um, the bit where they're all shooting everyone, you know, going, yeah, pow! and he pulls his guns out and pow, pow! a bit, the bit with Billy Connolly on the other side of the road, yeah, yeah. talking about, and then he pulls his guns out and yeah, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard to watch it without thinking of you describing it to me. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it just added to the experience. <laughs> but anyway, follow us, follow us on uh, Twitter. 
Um, our handle is at s and r underscore podcast. Follow us on Facebook. See, so that's how you do it. We're working on some designs for some merchandise as well. Yeah, yeah. So you can get some cool T-shirts, some some mugs, some. What else can you get? Some some baggies. <laughs> some, <laughs> some some roaches. <laughs> Simon and Ross Roaches and butt plugs. Um, but no, uh, the, uh, face masks are on there, sweatshirts, all sorts of things. Cool. Take a look. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see you next time for episode three. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs>